we're we're good we're enough. Good. Okay, yeah. Okay, right. so the fight yesterday. Mm-hmm. So Khabib wins via arm triangle in the second round. So um, I uh, we we had the discussion about predictions beforehand. <laughs> I, I kind of understated um, some of the weaknesses that uh, Justin had, um, but that, typically that happens, right? You you overestimate and you underestimate things. Um, my no, my know, uh, thing yeah. I'll tell you though. That's the first time I've ever seen someone transition from a rear naked into an arm bar into arm triangle at that fast. Yeah. So, so the big, the big thing that, 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 like my takeaway for the fight was, so it started off with, uh, with, with Justin, uh, always on the back foot. So it looked like he was very committed to, uh, his game plan. So I don't know if you saw, but, um, uh, there was like a screen cap from one of the the embedded podcast uh, episodes where it showed the whiteboard and showed yeah. what uh, the the game plan was. It was like a like a spiral, right? Like okay. a circle that just keeps going back, like in circles, so like a clockwise or counterclockwise, whatever which way it was. It looked like he stuck to that game plan very, very concretely to the point where um, I expected him to try to clinch. Uh, at some instances but what happens is when when you don't want to clinch or you don't you, you refuse to clinch and you always escape you never get set like like justin wanted to right so well, what you, you know saw what confused me though is that like uh, you're saying that he was pushed back the whole time but i think for the first two minutes actually he was the one that was uh, being aggressive uh, towards khabib you know he would he would walk in and he would just keep throwing his uh his overhand right and his left hook i think he actually landed one right like, yeah, so so the, the the times that he was able to set up, right, where, where he's able to plant his feet and throw, he was throwing that overhand right, and he was hitting Khabib. But then was. as as it kept going on, Khabib realized, hey, I, I can't let him set up and, and plant his feet uh, because I'm going to get hit. And he got hit pretty badly a couple times, Two right? Times, yeah. it, it could be a testament to his chin or his, his big head, but... <laughs> <laughs> But he he got hit many times with, with the overhand right, at least twice that I, that I saw. But the thing is, is that he Kobe made an adjustment where he refused to let him um, to to set his feet. And when you do that, um, the the opponent is is supposed to or or is more likely to to clinch, right? But mm-hmm. it looked like Justin did not want to clinch at all. Um, yeah, like Habib tried clinching once, I think, right? And then uh, Justin just completely just pushed away and uh yeah and and backed off i think that was also uh, towards the middle of the first round right like the middle of the first round like the first two three minutes i think it was all uh uh, justin and then uh, towards the end after the the takedown i think after that you could say it was habib's because because habib made the adjustment he realized that um justin was not willing to to clinch and he was simply just circling around the center of the of the cage so yeah, but what about Khabib striking, huh? What so, about Khabib striking? So he made that adjustment. Like I, yeah. I know I'm not the the biggest fan of Khabib's uh, of striking, because when when you compare it to to people in his class, uh, in the top five or whoever it may be, they are much better strikers. However, Khabib has better utilization of his striking. Yeah. Uh, what I mean by he uses his striking to his advantage, so he only uses it. Um, uh, tailored to what he's really good at, and that's wrestling. So well, you know, his coach even said though that uh, like in, 
like a few weeks ago, he was saying that his uh, his jab has really improved. And yeah, when yeah, you watch the fight, well, you could well, see. What you, coach is not going to say that? But yeah, his jab is, is is very good, right? His jab is very good, but jab is not your whole striking repertoire. So Khabib mm-hmm. um, realized that this guy does not want to wrestle with me. He wants to go in circles and does not want to clinch. So what what's what's the what's the game plan for that? Is you constantly push him, push him, push him, push him, and then you get him against the fence, which which he did, right? Yeah. So one thing that I um, I uh, under uh, overestimated for um, overvalued for Justin was his his jitsu, right? So his mm-hmm. overall grappling game. He he prior to that we all knew that. He's not very fond of uh, of jujitsu, mm-hmm. uh, which which Khabib probably probably knew before uh, going into there. You right? know, actually, a quick question. I I, mm-hmm. th- I actually don't know um, at what level uh, Khabib is at in jujitsu. Like, what belt does he have? I think he's a sambo player, right? So sambo, he's sambo right? But, but combines like, like jujitsu elements and wrestling elements. So. I, I don't know. I assume if there is a black level, black belt level, he he's he's on the highest tier because yeah. he's been doing it since he's a kid. But mm-hmm. you can tell he's his work on the ground is is high high level, right? Yeah, you can tell. Yeah. So the 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 issue was was that once Justin got up, what his uh, instinct is what we sh- we saw before in other fights is he will get up instantly. However, he gives up his back right when you mm-hmm. give up your back to a guy that's high level uh, grappling on the ground he will jump on your back and what you saw what he did there was that he transitioned and ultimately got a triangle right yeah so um very very well done by by habib took um, his strengths and matched it up with justin's weakness and game plan much better than than um it was actually a, a mounted triangle wasn't it and then he transitioned yeah. like over into a but into just a if if you look in modern MMA right you rarely see any triangles anymore yeah. before uh, what happens is that you you would always see triangles uh, here and there right um, mm-hmm. because um, the jujitsu level across MMA wasn't that high right uh, yeah. but now today's day getting out of a triangle or getting caught in a triangle is uh, very rare right and. It, it kind of seems like it makes sense that Justin Gaethje got <laughs> got caught in a <laughs> in a triangle because his jiu-jitsu is, is barely non-existent, right? Yeah. Um, he didn't. Uh, he didn't. Like he's he, he re- he's basically yeah. like a wrestler and a striker, right? That's all he really is. And then even then, his his wrestling it's been like barely shown in the UFC, right? So yeah. I guess he, his he had it coming. His ability to get his um, his jujitsu defense up high enough for this fight, um, was, was like was not there. So yeah. prior to this fight, he would have had what like three months or whatever month time that he had to prepare for this fight. He's not mm-hmm. going to be able to uh, develop a defense that would be. How uh, long ago did he fight Tony Ferguson? Uh, it was in the. It was during this 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 uh, whole uh, fight island thing. So maybe two or three months ago. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. But he's not going to develop a jujitsu game or a defense strong enough to defend uh, against a guy that's been doing it his whole life. Yeah. Right. So uh, kudos to him. Um, 
great 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 fight great finish he played played to his strengths uh to justin's weaknesses and was you know but like a few times man like i thought he was getting rocked you know and if he kept eating those he would have went down yeah but yeah he he adjusted the thing is is that he he's barely taken any damage in his his career yeah so um he's not as weathered as all these other guys so um it's very similar to um the situation where uh john jones early in his career he was taking no damage yeah and uh the question was does he have a chin mm-hmm. um ha- not getting hit for like years of your career also helps develop your 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 chin right because yeah. you, you haven't been tested as much and it's fresh and you know brain damage not as much brain damage and whatnot mm-hmm. so i think that also a contributor um but also he might just have a good chin in general and a um, big head huh <laughs> humongous head <laughs> One of the Russian heads. Um, it actually came out that um, that before this fight, he uh, broke his foot three weeks prior. Mm-hmm. I um, think uh, who announced it? It was uh, Dana somebody White, from right? his camp. Yeah, but in the post press conference, he announced. Yeah, it. so somebody uh, in Khabib's camp told Dana that hey, mm-hmm. um, he broke his foot three weeks prior. That's pretty ridiculous, right? To have a whole. A training camp and then even then by telling a nobody you know yeah that's a that's a pretty bad injury that that's not the only thing that came out so another thing came out was that um javier mendez his coach said that um back in september uh habib actually contracted mumps really yeah so he got he had mumps so um mumps is uh something that uh the western world uh, and a lot of Europe and stuff uh, get vaccinated for. Mm-hmm. It's uh, MMR uh, yeah. is, is a vaccine. Um, so um, it's not as common anymore in, in the, the, the 21st century. However, mm-hmm. in, in, in countries and, and areas, maybe like Dagestan, they, he, didn't, he didn't get vaccinated as a child, yeah. right? So uh, he contracted it in September. And... Um, he uh, was able to recover in time and without anybody knowing that uh, he, he had mumps. But you right? think with the UFC, they would have like, their own uh, vaccination uh, protocols. But I guess not. <laughs> That's pretty yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah, That's pretty ridiculous when you think about it, you know? They don't but, have any vaccination. I don't, I don't know if they ask them for their immunization cards and say, hey, in order to fight. I mean, they probably don't if the guy has moms, you know. <laughs> yeah. But maybe he did have the vaccination. I don't know if uh, the success rate for vaccination is 100% yeah. um, in terms of preventing uh, mumps. But... Uh, yeah, well, good thing he was okay. You know? If he pulled out, it would have been a, yeah. a disaster so, for his card and him. So mumps um, <clears throat> is a... It's a virus relating to um, saliva, I believe. So you, your face gets inflamed. Um, there's other side effects. Um, it's not too deadly. However, it does affect um, your performance and course, yeah. it affects your, your, your overall health with fever and whatnot. So to think that he got uh, mumps in September, even if it was mild, right? Um, he still had to deal with that and recover within a time span of, what, 40, 40 days? Um, if he got in the beginning of September um, or mid-September, 40, 50 days, which is mm-hmm. which is kind of uh, adds to the legend, right? Of course, yeah. Um, one person that's not 
a fan of <laughs> of Habib was uh, Nate Diaz. Um, Nate Diaz, huh? <laughs> did, you, did you see his tweet? Uh, so he tweeted last night, right? Um, yeah. I didn't see it, but I saw it on uh, on the outline we have right here. He's saying that no one has a jujitsu. He says right? none of these guys know jujitsu. Poirier, Ga- uh, Gaethje, McGregor. I ain't eating this <laughs> up like y'all. Which he's, he's not wrong. It. Yeah, but like, yeah, but like, who's he gonna talk? You know, he he tried using some against Jorge. Jorge just encountered uh, and pounded him. And I feel like, like, if Jorge can do that to you, then Habib's gonna murder you. You know. Mm. So I don't know. That's how yeah. I see it. But this guy talks too much these days. He's, but he's not. He's not wrong though. He's it's not wrong. He's not these wrong, guys don't like, have any jujitsu. Like Connor, is, his jujitsu is underrated in terms of his defense. Um, yeah. Yeah, ever since he's um, started his ascent back when he was face, facing like uh, Dennis Seaver and and then went on to face like Chad Mendes and stuff, he's actually yeah. made it a point to uh, improve his uh, jujitsu defense, right, and his wrestling defense. So um, I I'm actually a person uh, I, in the camp of um, probably out of all the people that faced Khabib, Connor did the best, right? Yeah, he so, did. He, well, he was he able won around, to, right? So he was able to um, stop some takedowns. Um, not necessarily like the, the um, like the final result wasn't he stopped a takedown, but he he like held off Khabib uh, when Khabib had it on on the ground. He didn't take that much damage. He was able to uh, get up and and strike him. He won around, right? So and like adding on um, to what you said too, uh, Coach Javier Mendes, he was even saying that if you compare him and Gaethje. He still considers uh, Connor the toughest opponent so far. Yeah, right. Because, because like, he also won around, right? So you can't. Yeah. Can't so against him. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of um, uh, people who will say, "Oh, Connor got smashed," blah blah blah. But uh, out of all the people that uh, has competed against uh, Khabib so far, uh, Connor has done the best and still has done. Him the and Yaquinta, I think. Yaquinta <laughs> uh, was a different story. Yeah, he wanted to to strike a lot more. Khabib, that is. Uh, he yeah. wanted to show his striking. Um, he, um, from according to his camp as well, were saying, uh, "Hey, this guy didn't really um, put the best effort into uh, in, into his takedowns when he was when he was doing the fight." Um, yeah. So that's a lot of excuses, right? You, but yeah, yeah, Quinta did did fairly well. Um, he stayed very very low um, and and struck and encountered uh, Habib's attacks. Um, yeah. So uh, all in all, um, now now that it's all over, uh, Habib um, uh, tells his his after the win he tells his 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 corner to to quiet down. He tells him easy easy, puts his head down in the middle of the the ring and starts starts to weep, right? Yeah, starts to cry. Um, this is like some some movie movie anime kind of t- kind of thing. Where, you know who where, compared it to uh, to Michael Jordan, Hawani. Uh, uh, it was um, like it was it was the same thing almost right because when, when he lost his father championship yeah oh. when he lost his father he started crying too it yeah. was a good comparison yeah the thing is is that uh, now talks are, are are about um about his retirement are are kind of uh, people believe that he is indeed retired right mm-hmm. um the, the the reason why they say that is uh because habib and his character and, and his his history when he says something he he he's speaking the uh, truthfully right so it's 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 there's nothing behind what he's saying and and what he says is is what he says 
um, and and the the mass think that he is retired. Um, the, added to the fact that he put his gloves down, he he made the announcement. Hey, um, my mother asked me not to fight this one, but I went and fought this one, and it's my last one. Um, but what I wanted to bring up was um, prior to uh, this fight, um, so like the the fight week buildup, there was yeah. a lot of um, there was a lot of talk from the media uh, anticipating some sort of retirement, not necessarily after this fight. Uh, but after the 30 and 0, right? Or potential yeah. for 30 and 0. Um, so if you, uh, if you look at some of his quotes, so he goes, 30 and 0, okay, it's going to be a great record. This is Mayweather in MMA. We'll see. I'm very close to it, right? Um, he also goes on to say, um, 30 and 0 is going to be great. It's looking good. Sounds good. Right, this multiple references to the thirty and zero. Right, he's currently twenty nine and zero, um, so he would need one more fight. Um, but what confused me is that all week he was saying that he wasn't going to retire. He, he kept telling all these guys. I think also there was a uh, if you watched it, him in NBC Sports, he was doing uh, he was playing pool with yeah. uh, so, with one uh, of the guys, and he was saying he was saying all video though that oh you know what like I want to keep fighting these high level guys, so yeah, he won't so retire. Yeah, so we have quotes here. So uh, he says. I'm already in history, but I need legacy. For legacy, Justin Gaethje is a great opponent right now. Um, then he goes on to say, um, this is what uh, give me good enemy, and I love competition. Yeah. A- energy, sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. This is what give me good energy, and I love competition. I really want to compete with high-level guys in this sport, and that is why I'm here. I don't know why people talk about my retirement. Maybe you guys are tired of me. A lot of media asked me about my retirement, but I want to compete. I like competition. I really want to compete with high-level guys. That is why I'm here. All my life, I'm doing this. And right now, I have a perfect opponent. He's really tough. Uh, a lot of people talk, and he's going to be the worst match for me. But we'll see. For my opinion, if you... This is regard. Now, um, he went on to talk about George St. Pierre, which would be the 30-0 fight. Says my opinion is, is uh, my opinion. If you want to fight, come and make 155. He said when asked about GSP, I'm ready for him. After this fight, it's going to be a great fight versus GSP. Fans gonna watch the fight. UFC loves this fight. I really want to fight him, and it's going to be the biggest fight in UFC history. He didn't lose 12 years. He didn't lose 13 years, and I think it's kind of a great history between him and me. So, yeah. um. Add to the fact that um, prior to the fight as well, pre- um, Dana White actually said that um, he has something special in the works for Khabib. But Khabib mm-hmm. actually requested uh, for Dana White not to to tell him what it was until after the fight. Um, I imagine... Uh, this whole situation with his with his mother and him, did it happen uh, recently? Or was it like like for a long time now she was saying that like he doesn't want him to fight? He just said it was prior to this fight. So um, it must have been when uh, it was announced or offered to him, um, yeah. the Gaethje fight, that is. Um, and then she told him, hey, don't fight. It's not right. Blah, 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 blah. Not blah, blah, blah. Sorry. <laughs> not to be disrespectful. But <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, she said not to fight. It's not right because your father's not with you. And, and Khabib ultimately chose to do it. But say this is the last one. So yeah. um, I don't think... Uh, um, I don't think the chance of Khabib coming back and fighting GSP uh, is off the table. Um, I think 
that fight can be done in six months, can be done in 12 months, can be do, done in two years. It, you think it, two years? Yeah, yeah, but GSP is getting there, man. He's not GSP, young anymore. GSP is... So in the sport of MMA, um, it's not like basketball or it's not like football where you have this 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 period where you um, you have to perform um, uh, because of limitations, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're um, a 42 year old in the NBA, most likely you're not going to be able to compete and and uh, help your teammates and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to MMA, where it's individual, right? So you're, it's just you in there, and um, it's fighting, right? So fighting, uh, yes, you lose, you lose things that you don't have when you're younger. However, um, for some guys, it just doesn't translate as bad, right? So mm-hmm. um, GSP, as we saw him when he fought Michael Bisming, uh, he was still was he was like 36, 37. Um, yeah. He was still very, very good, right? Even even though he was really <laughs> chunky because he had to go up to one eighty five, but yeah. um, he he actually was able to still perform. I don't I don't think uh, it will be that much of a limitation. Um, I just don't think it's gonna happen because if it if it was gonna happen, it should have happened. And no, it, yeah. if you're gonna keep pushing it off, man, like I, I don't know, I just don't see it happening. The UFC it's has no enough. option though, right? So it's really. Hey, um, Khabib said this. Let him take his time. Let him mourn. Let him go back to his his motherland country. Uh, um, let him um, with, with, with time. Everything um, wounds wounds heal, but mm-hmm. not like completely. Especially in in this type of situation. But um, he he knew he knows, and he's made reference to uh, the thirty and O being the ultimate goal. Right. Yeah. It's something that uh, his father wanted for him, and he wanted him to, um, to complete that um, as as a professional MMA fighter. So you know what I um, could see actually instead mm-hmm. of GSP, I could see Ferguson because um, when you see what his father said, he said that he wants to fight all these top level guys. So yeah. he's he's faced uh, Connor. I mean, he hasn't faced GSP yet, but his father did mention Tony Ferguson. And Tony yeah. Ferguson, you know, like it, it could be a great fight. I think maybe if he if he has to fight GSP, I think he's gonna come back for two more fights. I think he would fight Tony Ferguson and then GSP. I don't see him just coming back just for GSP. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. We're we're, we're gonna have to wait and see. Um, I I feel um, in the next six months to a year, we'll 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 get a better feeling of uh, what the situation is. He's gonna go back to Russia and. And you have to realize that these guys, all they do is uh, is, is train and 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 um, stay in the gym and, and whatnot like that. So but also, like, what kind of confused me though is that he's saying that he's he's gonna stay in in San Jose with Javier Mendez because mm-hmm. he wants to help coach. So if he wants to help coach, then he's gonna be in America still. So yeah, like I don't really get what he's saying about um, him staying back with his mother. Yeah. That's, I- I, I'm not sure. It's confusing. So, it's confusing. So, so there's a lot of mixed information. However, um, we're just gonna have to wait and see what what, what he does. Um, whether he comes back or not, it's it's probably the the single the, the greatest lightweight in UFC history. Um, yeah. Pound for pound is 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 uh, is debatable as well uh, as best. Currently, he's pound for pound number one um, on on the rankings. He just surpassed uh, John Jones. I think, um, but. Uh, one thing that we know for sure is that he's he's eating good now, you know? 
He's eating his burgers nice. <laughs> and he's eating his his omelets nice. You know, <laughs> diet <laughs> omelet, diet burger. <laughs> Everything is done now. Now it's now it's full food omelet and full food yeah. burger. <laughs> oh, okay, so yeah, so so we'll see what happens. But what's next for the lightweight division? So um, what's next? So what what we have um, is I'm just gonna make a statement. I'm gonna just say it. Uh, Connor versus Poirier is being scheduled for January 2021. It's I pretty believe, ridiculous when you think about it. I believe but, that's gonna be for. Uh, the lightweight title, the vacant lightweight title. So now yeah. people, the first reaction when I said that was, uh, no, Connor doesn't deserve that. Um, that shouldn't be the fight, blah, blah, blah. There's also um, people that are saying Gaethje should be the one that fights for it because he just came off uh, the, the title fight and, and, and whatnot. Um, I believe... So I can't tell you what I think, mm-hmm. just uh, just quickly. So what, what I heard is that people want to be uh, some sort of like a so basically they want four guys in the running they want tony ferguson they want a gaethje mm-hmm. connor and poirier so mm-hmm. I, I have a question for you because after what khabib said you know it kind of uh it made sense to me at least uh, tony ferguson he's he's getting up there right mm-hmm. he's gone through wars do you think um he will realistically come back and if he does come back do you think uh, he should be in title contention yeah he, he, he should come he should come he's gonna come back um think um I don't think his fighting style, uh, sorry, his personality and uh, just his track record is um, someone that would just quit um, right now, um, especially just like the shape that he's in and and the skills just because of one loss, right? He's already yeah. He's already. It training. was a pretty bad loss, though. It was a it was a war. Yeah, yeah but, uh, it, there's a lot that went into that fight, right? He changed opponents. He was preparing for Khabib, and then he got this this counter striker who all of a sudden changed his whole style right um uh, and whatnot so um i believe connor and poye are both fighters that are coming off wins right justin Mm -hmm. and um tony are coming off losses right it's kind of hard to put one of those two in and and validate why they should be fighting for the vacant title uh connor just came off a win off of cerrone um and poye came off a fight uh, against uh dan hooker Right, so right, so and uh, mm-hmm. uh, who won the fight between him and Hooker? It was uh, it was Poirier, right? Yeah, Poirier. So they both came off of Poirier wins, won. right? So mm-hmm. Connor won last his last fight, and Dustin won his last fight. Uh, Tony lost to uh, Justin Gaethje, and Justin Gaethje just lost to Khabib. Uh, I believe you know what kind of fight I would love to see. Uh, thing Islam and Tony. That's too Islam soon. Islam and Tony would be too soon. We can talk about Islam. It's too soon. I I, I love Islam, right? Um, but I think he's ready for anybody in uh, in top ten. Yeah, you, honestly, you, you you even though he's he might be ready for it, you can't just do that, right? You can't just go from um, from being number twelve ranked all the way to <laughs> the, the guy that had the longest the win streak for a while, right? So yeah. um, you have you have a Tony and Justin maybe fight again right uh, as a rematch uh, for the next contender right so tony um, and justin too you want that again you bro you're gonna kill this guy I tony think, i think tony wants it right but <laughs> i think um, tony wants it but i don't like it's not the best fight for him man yeah. like after uh, what i saw that that first fight yeah, like, i don't think he should do that again so the, the was, other person uh, that's in the mix is also michael chandler so you could do <laughs> michael chandler and tony ferguson for the number one contender or Justin Gaethje and Ferguson, or Justin Gaethje and Did you hear what Khabib said about Chandler? Did you hear what Khabib said about Chandler? About uh, he's gonna come here, he's gonna make weight, 
uh, uh, watch the fight and go home. <laughs> That's what he did, right? Yeah, he made his money. His money left. He made his money. He enjoyed the Abu Dhabi. But what promotion does he come from? Bellator. He he was Bellator, champion. right? Okay. So Bellator uh, let him go um, after his contract finish. A lot of it had to do with um, the situation there, where he is a very good fighter, but he lost to uh, their forty-five champion, right? Um, so it's kind of hard to uh, market a guy that lost to a lighter weight class um, yeah. person, right? And he's getting older. Um, they probably got the most out of him and didn't want to pay him so much money. Um, so they just uh, they let UFC snag him up. Um, so the situation is is that um, Connor Poirier is going to be a massive fight, um, which is what is crazy to me is in this matter of twenty four hours. The idea that Connor can be champion again has has been, been availed. Like <laughs> he could be champion again, and we can and have yeah, the whole. And the UFC loves it. The UFC you know? loves it. Of course, they love it. Now they can put Khabib on the bench, right? You have this whole story. You can you can let that that sink in. Connor can win the championship. What if Khabib goes, "Hey, listen, man, I need thirty and zero. I want my championship back." <laughs> and it's Connor Khabib two for the championship. Oof. Oh my god! You know, honestly, I'd rather see that than him versus GSP. I think that fight with uh, GSP and Khabib has already, you know, uh, come and gone. Uh, the ship has sailed already. Yeah, like, but he if wants it. was gonna it. happen. It should have happened. I know. I listen. I get that he wants it, but mm. in terms of. Uh, uh, just money and buys, man. It, it's gonna be a Khabib and Connor too. So the options are there, can't right? So so the options yeah. are there. So well, we'll have to uh, wait and see. But um, the lightweight division is 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 very promising uh, with with a yeah. lot of the the options that we have yeah. out there. And Khabib's still pretty young too. You know, he's only just thirty two. He's thirty two. Yeah. So yeah. he has time. Uh, MMA, you can be whatever age and and produce. Ashley Romero. <laughs> yeah. Ashley <laughs> Yeah. Amen. So let's move on to um, some some fight news. Um, Khazmat uh, Shamayev is scheduled to fight confirmed Leon Edwards in December, uh, yeah. which is which really surprised me. Um, you know, yeah. uh, tell me about Leon Edwards because I'm not too familiar with him. Leon Edwards, the guy is a sick guy. He's from from the UK. Um, he is a fighter. He's on a pretty big win streak. Um, uh, he's beat some notable names um however he has he should have bought thompson right yeah so that was the thing that was gonna happen i'm not sure if that's uh so we can go through the timeline but uh, leon edwards um was most likely going to be given a title shot um because of um incidents with the the virus and and stuff like that it just didn't pan out um he was sitting on the sidelines for a very long time uh, yeah. To the point. And sorry, where whose thing? Who's uh, who's weight classes again? This is the one with Adesanya, right? No, it's one seventy. Oh, sorry, no, one seventy. Sorry, who's uh, who's one seventy champion? Uh, Usman, Kamara. Usman, okay, yeah. So um, he sat on the the bench, and UFC went to <laughs> the lengths of removing him from uh, <laughs> the the rankings in the welterweight division um, prior yeah. to oh. to the scheduled fight coming out. But um, there was talks about uh, who's going to fight Khazmat, right? There's been people like yeah. Weidman that's been saying, okay, I'll fight him. Neil Magny came up to the to, to the table and said he'll fight him. But there's people like, like you mentioned, uh, Wonder Boy, who didn't want to fight him, right? Yeah. Um, the reason why he didn't want to fight him was um, 
Um, same why other people wouldn't want to fight him. This guy is not even ranked. Um, what do I really get out of it, right? If I fight him, I lose my position. Do you think he's as good as he thinks he is or no? Um, I think he has a lot of uh, potential. It's just that we haven't seen enough to 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 say he is top five. He he has he looks he looks like he could be top five, um, but it, we won't be able to tell until he faces somebody like Leon Edwards, which yeah. I'm super surprised that he, Leon took it. Um, this is imagine imagine um, imagine you're in line for a roller coaster right yeah and you're like like second or third in line and there's this guy that's 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 all the way in the back who's yelling and screaming right and saying yo i i want your spot i want your spot why would you ever <laughs> why would you Go ever be like hey head. listen come here yeah sure let's see <laughs> if you can take my spot right <laughs> why are you risking right because if you lose you you go back to, to to the beginning right you don't you don't go all the way back where he is in, in line. However, uh, the progress that you made. Um, and then would he take his away. ranking or no? He, he wouldn't take his ranking. He would go down to probably like uh, five or something. Right. And then yeah. Cosmo would go to probably like eight or something. Right. It, they, okay, yeah. It's not really uh, like switching the spots, um, but mm-hmm. um, it's, it's, it's something where, I don't know why he, he he's doing it's this. It's a lose-lose, right? Like It's it's a lose-lose, uh, but one thing that uh, Leon can get is he can get that hype train. If he completely course, yeah. destroys Khazmat, uh, uh, everybody um, that was on the Khazmat train will be like, hey, Leon Edwards is the truth. Give him a title shot. So I can see in that yeah. perspective. Um, however, um, you're going to have to fight this guy that has... Um, very little um, fight time in the octagon as well as just history um, yeah. in terms of um, seeing where he fought in other organizations, uh, what his tendencies are, and, and stuff like that. Um, so it, it, it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm, I'm glad that uh, Hasmat got a fight uh, so we can keep this the storyline up and see where it and goes. And who's your pick? Uh, you got to go with Leon Edwards. All right, it's just I'm going with Hamzat. Yeah, it's I easy. You're, you're on the hype. Train. Last, no, it's not a hype train. Honestly, what had me convinced was what DC said after the fight. Yeah, you know, he was just talking about like the way his his wrestling is high level, his striking is high level. You know, and when you combine those two, that's all you need to. He's on the hype train too. Division. Don't don't yeah. don't get it twisted. He's on the hype train too, and he acknowledges. <laughs> he's like, a leader. He, he acknowledges. He's a leader he acknowledges. <laughs> He acknowledges that, hey, um, I know some of these things might be unsubstantiated, right? However, I believe that he has it, right? And he he probably does, right? It, it, it's yeah. a very high chance. However, um, Leon Edwards is, is no scrub, right? He's he's uh, a top three uh, lightweight, uh, sorry, a welterweight right now and has the potential just to shut down Hazmat's wrestling. Yeah, but it's so weird, though, distance. because... For the longest time, what I heard is that it was supposed to be Thompson and Leon Edwards. And then uh, Thompson, he didn't want Hamzath, but yeah. he wanted Leon Edwards. Leon, I don't and think Leon, Leon Edwards, wanted uh, Stephen Thompson. Uh, Thompson. Leon Edwards right, wanted yeah. a title shot, right? He's like, why, am I keep, yeah. why do I keep fighting these guys to prove my position? Um, yeah, poor Thompson. Huh? This guy, uh, <laughs> he's always in the back. <laughs> yeah, but also Thompson. Uh, so Thompson fought like Tyron Woodley and lost two yeah. times. 
and then um, he uh, couldn't really fight for the title as long as Tyron was the champion. And then once Tyron, around the time Tyron uh, lost the championship, he got knocked out. Uh, Stephen Thompson got knocked out by Anthony T- Pettis, right? So his stock yeah. went down even more. So um, he's he's in this weird position where he's trying to get back up uh, to the top, but at the same time he's not trying to be stupid about it. So, and then right? maybe uh, so him and Jorge are in the same uh, division, huh? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're the same. So I, yes, honestly, uh, what I could see is him versus a uh, Jorge. Yeah, maybe, but Jorge wants fight. big money fight, so Jorge is probably gonna look to fight. I think Jorge's kind of yeah. lost his uh, his hype as well, you know. Like after that loss, uh, it wasn't the best showing. Yeah, and, but, uh, but there's a lot of excuses that you can give, right? Short yeah, notice, course, yeah. he cut all that weight, um, yeah. didn't have a training camp at all, right? He got hugged the whole time. He barely, <laughs> he barely had to had chances to strike. Lost the was decision. A balloon, huh? He didn't get he didn't get finished, right? He he, he uh, lost a decision to the champion, right? So he has he has. Um, one big win or one win for Jorge, he could probably be back in that picture for for the the title. Um, yeah. Let's talk about another title is uh, Izzy, uh, Israel Adesanya. Adesanya. So um, the fight that he was, won a Cannoneer, right? But I guess he it's won not a Cannoneer. He won a Cannoneer. But if you if you really think about it, um, the UFC wanted wanted Robert Whitaker, right? Yeah. Um, the the situation with Robert Whitaker is. Uh, he's lost to Izzy. Um, it was off of a layoff. Um, he talked about how he had no motivation or he lacked motivation. He was in a in a place where uh, he wasn't in the best fighting um, place. Um, yeah. After the win against uh, Jerry Kenner, um he made reference to to Israel and he said, "Hey, I honestly um, I don't like the fight. I don't want to fight." Let me rephrase this. He basically is trying to say that even though um, Israel is um, the person with the title belt, he doesn't see it as something that he um, would would uh, would necessarily care to avenge, right? So, so what does he want then? So he because... he's really just wants the title, right? So um, it's kind of it's kind of weird. It's it's a psychological thing, right? Is where. Um, you don't you don't want to say oh he's scared of Israel as Sanya um, or intimidated because these guys are these guys <laughs> these guys are fighters right yeah <laughs> but but at the same time you have you wonder does uh, Izzy have um, Robert Whitaker's number right does he know how just to just to beat him right honestly I think what Whitaker's saying is that I think he's gonna wait for Adesanya to to move up because <laughs> of that potential f- of fighters Jones. <laughs> and after that, you know, and the, yeah. and the the title is open. Yeah, Izzy then, Izzy uh, said that he wanted to fight John Jones in 2021. This is previously. Um, yeah, that that might make sense for him to wait, but uh, I think the UFC really wants this fight um, just because of the New Zealand and Australia presence, right? Um, yeah. Robert Whitaker proclaims um, the Australian side and. Robert um, Izzy says he's he's from the New Zealand side, or he's from yeah. New Zealand side. Um, the potential for that fight is um, for that region is very very high. Um, the first fight did massive numbers for um, for those regions, um, yeah. but one thing that is not really talked about, uh, which which would be very very interesting, is if. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware, but if you've seen that New Zealand has 
zero cases, right? Yeah. So actually, uh, I was going to mention that yeah. if that fight happens, uh, maybe early of next year or very late this year, yeah, you could see uh, some fans in attendance. So it'd be a good gate. So, right? so if they want to fight there, Dana but, said that he does not want an empty or like um, a uh, a arena that's not full capacity, right? Um, right. There could be a world, a scenario where you have Robert Whitaker versus Israel Adesanya, maybe just a one fight card, right? Or, but actually, or something like that. I heard that New Zealand and I think in Australia, they have cases again. I'm not they're sure. They're at zero. I haven't, I haven't but I think they went up again. But they they have um, a, f- a stadium full of people in, in, in some, some in the previous weeks where I've seen where. Um, oh, New Zealand is done. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's only the, the, yeah, like one case a day, actually. So, so, so <laughs> imagine if UFC goes to New Zealand and says, listen, I know um, uh, you don't want people to come into the country. How about we get these people tested? We keep them in a bubble and you let us have them fight um, in a one fight card. We can host the rest of the, the fights in a different country and just like stream yeah. it, right? Whatever, and broadcast it that way. Have those two guys fight. And uh, in a full capacity arena, imagine, imagine how big that fight would have been, would be, with with the hype and and the crowd and like people I mean, around. We the saw world it once and it. we saw what it did, right? So twice, you know, it would hurt. And then people will watch it too because the the, the Western world is not very um, hasn't seen a big crowd um, for time. an event that they've been, they, 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 that they watch for a while now, right? They, the football, yeah. I think football has uh, some people there, right? Uh, but like yeah, the percentage do. of people. And baseball too. And baseball. However, um, nothing at the capacity of, of like 50, 60,000 people, yeah. which, which New Zealand could probably do. So, um, yeah. and regardless of who wins that fight, that, that's, that's a, that just like from a political standpoint is very, very interesting. If USC yes, can yeah. pull this off, the greatest greatest quarantine performance by by any company ever <laughs> honestly i mean like to be honest like even from uh, day one of quarantine and they've always been like one step ahead you know yeah they uh had fight island they had in the performance center they had they had everything yeah so good good, good on them right good so, on mr dana white huh good on dana, mr dana white okay i think that's that's oh. basically it for the news yeah, that's good, uh, yeah. we'll we'll talk next week we'll see what news is up and uh we'll take from there i think sounds good um we'll just cut this into segments um yeah just based off the titles and we'll just upload them sounds good okay and then should we upload the full one too um why not yeah we'll see we'll see